the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, inviting you to join the fight to end human trafficking. Look in the eyes to see. Look in me straight to leave. You give me all I need. So give me courage to believe. Each week, Abolition Radio sheds light on the darkness of modern slavery, celebrates the work of abolitionists who are fighting for freedom, and equips the church to engage in the work of justice with hope rooted in God's Word. Our goal is to see a radio audience become an army of gospel activists. You're in the neighborhoods we live in. You're in the ones we're passing by. You're in the ones we call our neighbors. And the ones who still sleep are Now here's the host of Abolition Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Welcome to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. And we're in for a great treat today. I'm so happy to have our awesome founder, Vanessa Russell, on the line. Hey, Vanessa. Hi there. How you guys doing? Doing great. <laughs> and we have... A very special guest today. I just labeled him Mr. San Mateo County, but (laughs) his real name is Mike Brosnan. Mike, welcome to Abolition Radio. Thank you. I'm I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. No problem. And we're just excited, like I said, to have you with your work that you're doing there in San Mateo County. We will jump into that here really uh, quickly. But I realized uh, today that we met actually five years ago at uh, San Mateo County's launch of the Zero Tolerance with an office sale campaign. Oh, okay. With Congresswoman Jackie Spear, correct? Yes. So Jackie's been a, a champion in San Mateo County for many, many reasons and, uh, and really pushed hard to, mm-hmm. get, to get law enforcement at the table. Yes. She sure did. And she mm-hmm. got all six, I think six, uh, police chiefs that day to come to that event there in, uh, in 2011. And we're, we're grateful to her for her work that she has Yay, done Jackie. Yeah, okay. in her county. And she checks in on us, so we still work hard <laughs> to make sure that uh, that uh, we make her proud. Yes, for sure. And Vanessa, you used to live in that county, correct? Yeah, I actually I lived in South San Francisco for a couple of years. My son went to school there as an infant, and uh, or uh, you know, date childcare there. And uh, uh, I love that town. Just uh, just just on the outskirts of San Francisco, so you can get to all the cool stuff, and yet you still feel like you're having a little bit of a of a um, suburban, you know, quiet town experience. <laughs> yeah, a little, little bit more parking in South City, in huh? San Francisco. Yes, yes exactly. That's more for sure. For sure. That <laughs> is for sure. And Mike retired in 2015 as the deputy chief. 
deputy right. chief of police, correct? Yes, that's, that's, I transitioned in July of 15 from South San Francisco police to the, to the, the county of San Mateo as the human trafficking program coordinator liaison. And I wow. must say that he didn't retire by any means mm-hmm. because this man has, <laughs> he retired and took off running. That's what he did in, right. that, in that county and doing great work. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. So you take it from there, Vanessa. Yeah, no, I had a couple of questions for you, Mike. So in your 28 years there, um, uh, you know, serving, and and it was specifically in South San Francisco, correct? Yes. 28 years? Okay. 28 years, Um, yeah. Yeah, and just kind of thinking through those that time, did you ever think that you would come to a day where we would have uh, so much focus on this issue of human trafficking, I'm quite sure that you heard, you saw some of it there, and even in South San Francisco, and and here we are, you know, really rallying around this issue from a from at the county level. What what are your thoughts? Well, you know, I, I'm I'm proud to say that during my tenure, our generation, we we uh, started to focus on relationships in general, uh, domestic violence huge changes just uh you know educating youngsters in, in terms of um you know gang uh gang behavior and so transitioning to um a- another uh, relationship issue like like uh human trafficking uh, yep. makes a lot of sense and and uh, yeah. it's it's one that that once we elevate the awareness and and train our personnel we have a whole bunch of good police officers that are going to engage just like we did uh, during our career yeah, you know, in speaking with other uh, law enforcement, um, it, it's just interesting to hear about when, you know, when they began to uh, realize the pattern, right, that there something had changed, something had shifted from a d- typical domestic violence relationship to human trafficking. Is there anything in particular that, you know, stands out to you as to when you kind of became aware that this was an actual issue? It was probably around that time, around the time as, it, as California was preparing for Prop 35. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we, we had, uh, South San Francisco, our proximity to the airport, we had, mm-hmm. um, we, we had the industry. We as law enforcement didn't understand um, the gravity and the victimization. And, yeah. and, and the, the, the change that I'm proud to be a part of now is um, reshaping that lens um, yeah. to one of... Uh, you know, suspect behavior to one of of a victim, mm. victim, and 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 looking uh, with that new lens to to try to help. Exactly. Yeah. You know that that sort of trauma informed, victim centric um, approach has really um, just really been front and center since Prop Thirty Five, and and um, and then of course, you know the the opportunity that move folks such as yourself into a leadership role at the county level is I know that it's keeping the dream alive, so to speak. Right. Um, and so, yeah, it's uh, us too. So we, we started, alumni Rafael started in, um, December of 2011. So it was, seemed like there was just this, this shift, right, right around that time. And, um, and we worked with, um, uh, the Prop 35 team to, uh, we did a march in, in Oakland 
uh, to raise awareness, uh, um, you know, amongst the community. And it was it was just an amazing time to shift the thinking of so many people who were under the perception that people who were out there wanted to be prostitutes. And, you know, and that this was uh, even even going to the extent of, you know, calling children prostitutes. And we've come away from that, way, way far away from that. And and so grateful that that is, you know, that is going to be a thing of the past very soon. Yes, yeah, and, and we have a lot of work still to do. There, the 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 definition of, of trauma informed mm. is one that uh, you know we're knee deep in training now. We 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 still um, have a ways to go in in terms of understanding what that trauma um, looks like, uh, so that yep. when we see it. You know, on on you know, in the middle of the night, potentially, of this line level police officer, we can recognize it as not being someone who's incorrigible or or uncooperative, but someone mm-hmm. who's um, you know right. living through right. some significant trauma. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So um, that's actually uh, you know a topic that I'd love to drill down into, and just in like you know what it was before and what it is now. Things mm-hmm. like I remember speaking with San Jose PD, um, you know, a couple years back, and um, you know one of our one of the awesome Sergeant Oki over there, or I don't know if he Lieutenant Oki actually before he <laughs> he moved on, but he he shared with me that he he had an, a problem with originally. Um, with uh, the being lied to, right? A survivor uh, or victim lying and saying, "I don't know who, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't have a pimp or I don't have an exploiter, or you know, no, I wasn't there, no, I don't have that when they do, or you know, different, just not being helpful." And he uh, had a hard time with that until he realized what was underneath it, right? Yes. And it just changed his perspective completely. And that's, you know, in my mind, it's little things like that that uh, are making us more trauma-informed. Absolutely, and, and we have to get that word out there to, to our personnel um, because it, 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 isn't, it isn't being lied to necessarily. Um, it, it's like the domestic violence victim, mm-hmm. you know, 25 years ago. They, they, they just didn't know that they could survive without this abuser, and, right. and they didn't know what was going to happen to them uh, once once law enforcement left if they told them the truth or told us the mm. truth mm-hmm. and and that's that's part of this now and uh like i said we, we have to understand what it looks like so we can help so true help. so true yeah yeah you know um i want to get into a little bit um i don't know if you're aware vanessa but mike was very instrumental um in in san mateo county um doing our work leading up to the Super Bowl of getting Mm -hmm. um, over a number of county agencies in San Mateo County to sign on to the mayoral compact. And um, that, that was just instrumental. And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more as we come back, because we definitely need that uh, work to continue and more counties to follow up with that and follow through with that since then. So join us here in a minute. We'll be right back for another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. 
Welcome back to another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. And as our listening audience knows, we are partners. We've locked arms with Three Strands Global and uh, Frederick Douglass Family Initiatives and created Protect, the statewide curriculum for um, students in schools. Vanessa, give us an update on that. Yeah, so very exciting. Uh, We're in the process of rolling out uh, our program in five counties at the moment, Shasta, Merced, Sierra, Lassen, and Imperial. And uh, we are on track to deliver the curriculum to 34 rural counties in California, and we hope to be able to uh, get to the urban counties as well. We're doing some... uh, we're actually going to be delivering uh, the program to some charter schools and private schools in Oakland coming up here in, um, in January and in Hayward um, coming up in uh, October and um, doing a lot of work throughout the Bay Area uh, to raise awareness about the availability of the PROTECT program. And PROTECT, by the way, is an acronym that stands for Prevention Organized to Educate Children on tra- Trafficking and Yes. We're hoping, you know, our goal and our plan is to take this into every fifth, seventh, ninth, and eleventh grade classroom, uh, so that all of our children are protected, are made, you know, they're living in safer communities, and they're more aware of the of the um, ways in which they can they can protect themselves and others. And so, Mike, you know, I I understand you have some passion about this, and. Um, you know, I'm sure in your 28 years of um, service that, you know, working in law enforcement, you had the opportunity to work with many young people. Uh, what are your thoughts on um, providing prevention education in this area? Well, I, I, I love the program. Uh, I love the, the four-grade uh, methodology that you've selected. Um, as yeah. a as a an old dare teacher, which is uh, <laughs> drug exactly. abuse resistance yeah. education, I, I believe that um, getting into the classroom and and giving our youngsters the tools to protect themselves also um, sparks conversation with teachers and then at home at the dinner table at night potentially could be a, a conversation with the rest of the family. So yeah, the the, the the model works. I look forward to to being a part of your uh, <laughs> curriculum and and helping yeah. where I can. Yeah, we'd love to bring the program into San Mateo County. Um, we actually are. Um, we had a little bit of a pre-meeting with some of the leaders there on the coalition, and um, we'd love to expand that conversation um, to, you know, to really uh, take on this issue again in an urban community uh, where we believe the need is, is just as great as the rural counties. And, um, uh, you know, one of the things that I wanted to share is that um, – we really, you know, after doing, I'm so grateful for my partners, three, you know, for Love Never Fails Partners, Three Strands Global, and Frederick Douglass Family Initiative, because I just realized the more that we've come together is that we're so much better together, unified, mm-hmm. a yes. community. You know, there's things that Three Strands Global that they do and they know that Love Never Fails never had incorporated in our curriculum. And likewise for Frederick Douglass Family Initiative. I mean, the the founder, one of the founders, is the great great grandson of Frederick, you know, Booker T. Washington, and uh, I think great great grandson of uh, 
Frederick Douglass and then great grandson of Booker T. Washington. And to have that lineage and be able to talk about slavery from a historical standpoint and infuse that into our 11th grade module and slate it right into a U.S. history class so it's not anything incremental that a teacher needs to learn, but right in line with the curriculum that they should be teaching in history is just so powerful, you know, and to be able to do that and, and, and kind of insert it in family life in fifth grade and in, in, um, in sex ed in seventh grade and in, in health class in ninth grade makes it so the teachers don't have to do um, that much more, and, and yet the content is so relevant to, the, to these times, right? Um, and, and like I said, the partnership, like being able to partner with the coalitions and and bring in different perspectives and coalition, you know, counties protocols and child welfare's mandated reporting methodologies and just kind of work as a safe community, right? And it's just, it's so powerful. Yes, in fact, I, I, as you're speaking there, I, I've been a part of, um, it was uh, uh, eighth grade curriculum um, visits to the up close process, visits to D.C. And one of those trips um, was a visit actually to the Frederick Douglass house. So, yeah. so someday um, I might come full circle with yeah. that and be a part of, um, you know, spreading the word. Right along the Chesapeake yeah. Bay. Right along We'd Chesapeake Bay, yes. Yeah, yes. Eastern Shore, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, Vanessa, um, Mike not only has that passion from the law enforcement side, but he's also a dad and right. a, a coach of his daughters and that type thing. So he he's in it. He's hooked, line and sinker. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Our kids, man. I mean, and when I look at my daughter in the eye and I just think about how much she means to me, and I know that every one of these children it belongs to someone that way, and to know that we have the opportunity to bring people back to their their parents, you know, provided that's a healthy relationship or provide a, a healthy connection for someone that maybe doesn't have that kind of family connection is so, I mean, it just, it's what wakes me up in the morning. Yeah. And, and once you get a taste of, of teaching, you mm-hmm. know, whether it's raising children or coaching others or, or being a part of a, uh, a learning environment and, and uh, you see changes in behaviors and mm. huge eyes light up and say thank you it it uh it definitely fuels my belly as well and and um uh, you know this is just an extension of of teaching and we, we got to get Absolutely. the info to these kids so what do you coach mike uh, i've over the years i've coached soccer and basketball and i'm i'm an, an old baseball player so i, okay. I, I uh, coach baseball but um every, every day Every day, there's opportunities to to teach and to coach, and you know, I you know, I, I like to think that I'm a coach at work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely, know, we're all teachers. Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. I was I, I was uh, talking with one of my friends about uh, he's on a football team and. Uh, some things went on and he wasn't able to play in his game last week. And I gave him a little bit of a pep talk uh, the other day and just kind of was emphasizing the power of team, Mm. you know, and and the the team had lost by three points. And I said, that that was probably the three points you were going to score, dude. (laughs) Come on. They they need you. And he smirked and he cracked such a good smile and, and he felt, you know, 
uh, you know, like he was, he he could make the difference. And and you know, so often we forget how important each of our contributions, even to this fight of human trafficking, right, are um, to uh, creating the outcome, which is the safety of of our children, of our houses, of our communities, of you know, for everyone. And um, and like you said, that coaching role is 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 um, key in just reminding people how valuable they are, you know, even even in the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Are, you are right. So, I got I got a football yeah. player at home as well. It's a great time of the year. Yes, I, it I, is. High school football. Yes, it is. She knows football gets me riled up. Yeah. It's like yes. <laughs> The best sport ever, no matter the level, no matter the level. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, Vanessa, I know you are going to have to run. And any uh, last thoughts before we let you go? Well, I just hope that um, we'll be doing more with you, Mike, and the County San Mateo, and and look forward to collaborating with you and learning from you and um, um, just appreciate you so much for all that you do for for our communities. So thank you so much. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me, and uh, um, I look forward to meeting you formally. And and uh, and anything I can do to help, just all you gotta do is call. Absolutely. Thanks again. And you be safe. We will take another break here on this segment of Abolition Radio, and we'll be right back with our conversation with Mike Brosnan from San Mateo County. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. Mike Brosnan is here with us in studio, and we um, alluded to and talked very briefly about um, leading up to the Super Bowl, how the No Traffic Ahead um, uh, work group and No Traffic Ahead uh, Super Bowl work group um, that you and I are, are both um, active on uh, came up with a mayoral compact for uh, the various counties that were represented on, the, I think it's six different counties maybe eight different counties that are represented with no traffic ahead. And you were instrumental in spearheading the San Mateo County initiative. And um, tell us more about what that compact consisted of. It was, again, a pre-Super Bowl. My, this current journey I'm on started on in July of 2015. So when, when I... And we were involved. in the middle of yes. that, yeah, the was, Super Bowl at that time. It was, it was pre-Super Bowl activities. It was a activities. long two years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and a part of that... Uh, fit um, right in with the awareness work that I was mm-hmm. doing um, in that uh, mayoral proclamation. Uh, we knew that we needed to engage our uh, city leadership uh, all over the Bay Area um, to prepare for the Super Bowl. But but uh, to talk about January 8th of 2016, yes, which was the, the Monday day after, after the yes. Super Bowl, more important actually than the 17th, than the 7th, 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 correct. The 7th yes. Correct. So, so uh, we have uh, twenty different um, elected bodies in San Mateo County, and uh, f- 
you know, I'm proud to say that 15 of our elected bodies in San Mateo County uh, ro- raised their hands to, to do their mayoral proclamation. Right. And uh, you know, it was just nice to get in front of um, leadership within mm-hmm. every city. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gave me a chance to to meet their Chamber of Commerce. We worked through the Chamber of mm-hmm. Commerce as well because it was a, um, you know, a, a a fair trade, 11, uh, SB 1193 yes. connectivity to it as well. Yes. And and uh, so there was the hotel and hospitality industry that we yes. were speaking directly to as, as as preparing for the Super Bowl. Yes, and that's what the SB 1193 pertains to is the hospitality industry. Yes. 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 So, so it was uh, – it was it was nice to to get out in front of the Super Bowl, uh, start and and raise awareness at the same time, and, and while educating decision makers and yes. leaders per city. Yes, and I know that uh, San Francisco and uh, Santa Clara County, as well as Alameda County, um, were also three other counties who did the same thing and um, had the backing of their um, their counties with uh, the mayoral compact. So the question is, you brought up, you know, uh, February 8th, because we, those of us in this fight, this is an everyday 24-7 this year, 366 days, because it was a leap year this year. You know, we work on this every day. Right. And it's not just one day, though we love the Super Bowl and we're glad it was here and all that, but what has happened and what can we look forward to, um, here now post Super Bowl, what are some of those things from that mayor compact that we're seeing happening or we need to still happen? Well, clearly we dispelled some of the myths that yes. were out there that, that uh, this um, criminal behavior happens you know, as these large events you know pass through our communities and, and you're right they, they were they were this behavior was here before the Super Bowl, and it's still here now. But what what the Super Bowl brought us, in my opinion, was a platform to talk about this issue. And a mm-hmm. um, since we're talking about it, we're raising awareness. People are, are um, raising their hand mm-hmm. uh, in terms of what can I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, we're getting past, uh, you know, the... the hesitation of, of talking about human trafficking and, and the fear of, of not knowing, you know, what it is or how I can help. And, and there's a lot of people that now want to talk about it. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that want to engage in the th- disruptive efforts that are ongoing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so, so we're, we're training everybody we can. We're, I initiate con- that's I, I, I'd say every <laughs> single day that my job simply is to initiate conversations about this topic. And as we do that, we get more people to say, wow, what can I do? Yeah. And you do that quite well. You mm-hmm. do do that as well. Thank you. You, uh, this, you know, the, the conversation starters have to happen. I was recently, um, I had two speaking engagements recently in front of, um, two communities that happened to be um, looked the same, but one were adults and the other two different locations were young people. And they both were like blown away. How can I help? Like you said, um, I really want to be involved. They um, uh, planted seed 
in our work, mm-hmm. you know, here in the area. Vanessa alluded to earlier about our language, how we've changed our language, how there are certain words that we just don't say right. um, because that's not what it is. You know, a child cannot and is not a prostitute. Right. You know, an exploited person, yes, you know, and things of that nature. So I, I love what you're saying, bringing awareness, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I like to say we're beyond that even now. Um, we need to get beyond the awareness piece because yes, awareness is very important and, but let's put what we know to action, right, put right. some feet to the, to the plow, right. right. And, and to the metal pedal to the metal. Um, and one of those ways I, um, am noticing and, and, and seeing, and I know you've been involved with as well is looking at it from a different angle, looking at it more from the demand side now as well with our work with the CIS network, Cities Empowered Against Sexual Exploitation. Um, We might be able to talk about that a little bit here coming up. I'm going to definitely put a plea out there for um, some support. So we will do that. But tell me, what do you think, getting back to the mayoral compact and next steps with that, um, what are some things that a county you think can do next steps? Well, I think just engage all the stakeholders mm. uh, because, you know, we, 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 the hotel and hospitality industry, you know, we know is a part of it, but, but uh, the transportation industry, mm. uh, our mm-hmm. emergency room personnel in the, yes. ho- in the, in the, in the, you know, the, the medical field in general, yes. uh, every person that can be in a position to help, in my opinion, needs to understand what this looks like and what steps they can take to help. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, a, that's a growing desire as well. There's, there's a lot of um, you know, stakeholders, uh, yes. for lack of a better term, that's now calling out, asking for training and, 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 yes. and you know, have a desire to, to uh, come together yes. and fight this as one. You know, you mentioned um, stakeholders like the medical profession uh, particularly, and I know that I have a a team of two nurses right now who are right now um, developing a protocol for emergency room and medical personnel um, because there's that's such a great need. Um, They are first responders, really, but do they really know what to look for? Yes. Do they really know? And many are asking for help in that regard. They want to know um, in what to look for. So in my opinion, what better way to to um, give them an answer or help them find an answer is to get medical personnel to help them find that. Um, Wouldn't it be great if uh, uh, agencies, whether um, let's just say government agencies, um, employees, government agencies required their employees. I know um, a major city did this in the CIS network, um, required their employees to sign uh, an agreement that they would not partake in this activity, any uh, exploitation or buying of sex. And um, wouldn't that be great if all cities would do that, take a start there with their city employees to get them to do that. Absolutely. It's one, it's one of the many reasons why we look to to engage leadership mm-hmm. uh, because 
as we're starting to change the value on this topic, yes. we're starting to change the value of a person's po- life. Right. The policies surrounding that. Yes. And, and, you, and you're talking about, you know, leadership and policy change. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, it, it's going to be a part of the very near future, in my opinion. That would be great. Would be great. Well, we'll be right back for another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. And we're continuing our conversation here with Mike Brosnan, San Mateo County's uh, lead human trafficking coordinator there. And um, we were just speaking of uh, changing policy and how um, that is so important in this work. And um, off off. Mike, you and I were speaking of, and that wasn't a pun either, off mic, Mike. But anyway, we were just speaking of um, how it's very important, too, to bring survivors into this mix of employment, um, hiring them, empowering them in many ways, and how um, we want to give a shout-out to really Dignity Health as one of those um, uh entities and and agencies who has hired Holly Gibbs um, to work with them and who uh, has written a book and we know is a survivor and doing great, great things and great, well, great things there with Dignity Health. But that would be, that is another way to uh, change policy as well. Yeah, absolutely. We Again, back, back to leadership. We, yes. we got we to bring our leaders to the table um, and, and help our leaders understand that the survivor voice and the mm-hmm. perspective they bring uh, and the emotion they bring and putting a face to the story yes. that they bring um, is vital to educating and building awareness and, and you know, um, helping people um, join in this effort, San Mateo County also. I you know need to shout out for San Mateo County. Mm-hmm. San Mateo County uh, has also hired a, a survivor advocate. Great. Um, oh, they sure have. Them. Yes, we know she's a friend of ours. Mm-hmm. We exactly know who she is. That mm-hmm. is great. And just in the meetings that I've been a part, uh, mm-hmm. where, where she's uh, she brings she brings a uh, a perspective that that's fresh. Yes. Uh, that that and uh, she doesn't hesitate. To dispel myths and hold people accountable, which is That's great. which is uh, what we need as well. And most, what I find, because we we definitely have them working with us as well, and definitely uh, feet deeply planted in love never fails. None of them do. You know, they all will speak their piece and and bring it up. And I call it that inside awareness because they have something that we definitely don't have, yeah. and they are the experts. We're not, right? Absolutely. They are the experts. Um, they've lived that life mm-hmm. and know those feelings and that type thing. Um, but you mentioned about uh, changing the the lens, too, in regards to um, law enforcement and um, how things have changed in that regard. Can you expound upon that a little bit? 
We just within the business model of of supply, mm. demand, distribution, mm. um, we're we're starting to redefine what all three of those parts are. Yes, and and the supply are, are uh, victims, are survivors. Yes. They're 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 not the suspects that we the lens we mm. used yesterday, mm. and and uh, they are a commodity because of the money that that can be made. And that's why we purposely call it a business model. Uh, the distribution is, is uh, we're looking to hold anyone who exploits somebody else accountable for that. Right. And, and laws are changing to help in that regard. But one piece that, uh, that um, used, to, used to be kind of sadly mm. unrepresented in terms of law enforcement was the demand side. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did not take that as serious as we should. And today... Uh, Demand is is a, as important a piece of that triad as the other two parts are. For sure, mm-hmm. for sure. And um, we are actively, like I said earlier, that is the new, um, how do I put it, the new thing now. You know, everyone is speaking of demand. You know, it's been talked about in the past, but now things are being done in that regard. And that's great. It's great to see the full circle happen, right. you know, because, you know, without supply, there's no demand without demand, you know, right. there wouldn't be supply. And we know that in this crime, right, that the majority, we see a rise in the male population as victims, but the majority of victims have been female. And um, but I would like right now to put a challenge out there a challenge, uh, a collaborative challenge, actually, to the male population. Our male listeners who may be listening right now, if you would like to um, come alongside us and help, tangibly help in uh, the demand side of things, I I challenge you to send us a um, a shout out this week on our abolition radio facebook page and um, let us know that you are interested you don't have to have any education in this regard we will take care of that and educate you and get you all ready but we we're looking for a few good men to to step up to the plate as you would say and and join us in this fight and um, let us know so if no matter the county, uh, I will share with Mike um, in San Mateo County, those who um, will join us, go to Abolition Radio's Facebook page and let us know. We would love to have you, love to have you. And we'll make mention of it again um, in our last, last segment of events as well. But collaboration is key. No one organization, no one county can do this thing. We all have to work together. And I think I love No Traffic Ahead for that reason. Um, 35 different agencies, I think. think Over 50 now. uh, Yeah. 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 And from um, six or eight counties around uh, Northern California came together and did some remarkable work. Of collaborating, it wasn't easy. You know, it was something new. Uh, you had uh, uh, collaborators who weren't used to collaborating, collaborating right. with each other, and that's the beauty of it. 
because we all have to work together. We know that there's bridges and roads that connect us all. Yes. And part of this uh, criminal business model is to disorient and to get away from family and, and, to, and to be farther away from, from home, mm-hmm. um, which, which then brings to many, many different neighborhoods. So uh, from an investigative perspective, uh, we should be working together because mm-hmm. um, your victim potentially comes from my city right? and vice right. versa. Right. Um, and that's, so, a, that's what we're founding, finding each month with uh, um, law enforcement reports. Um, they always list, you know, how many were from within county and how many were from without outside of the county. And it's about a 50-50 split. And um, they make a point to let us know that, you see, they're not all from our county. You know, each county does that. But it's so true. We all, like Vanessa um, said earlier, Everybody has their lane. And yes, we can stay in our lanes and do what we do and how we do it best. But we can also share it with um, our community and work together and invite others to the table and, and teach them how to do it as well and lead them in doing it. And we could get a whole lot more work done. No, absolutely. And, and working th- together. Those locations that are still uh, struggling with whether it happens in their yes. towns oh, brother. Are, are wasting time. Yes. It's happening everywhere. Yes. And every day we waste time mm-hmm. uh, thinking that it's not happening mm. here. Mm-hmm. We're missing opportunities to help. Yes, we are. And so you've heard the man himself. Mr. San Mateo County, <laughs> the Mr. Mike Brosnan, uh, human, the human trafficking coordinator in San Mateo County. He said it himself. Get on board. And yes, it is happening in your county, no matter where you live in County USA. This activity is happening and join forces with us. And we're here to help you fight this fight of anti-trafficking. Mike, we're so grateful for your time today and you coming to be with us. And we'll take a break right here, but we'll be right back for another segment of Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. We'll be back with more Abolition Radio right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, where you are invited to join the fight against human trafficking. Welcome back to Abolition Radio, the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails. It has been a true delight, Mike, having you here today talking about uh, San Mateo County and its fight against human trafficking and how collaborative um, we all need to be and how we have collaborated in times past and even currently with uh, things in the area. So tell us, do you have any events coming up? Or, And thank you once again. Well, one of the, you know, the, the many positive things for me is, is uh, as, as we initiate these conversations and engage, um, there's, there's law enforcement personnel that are actually stepping up and starting to, to build curriculum mm. around this conversation. We have a group of San Mateo County dispatchers who right. are 
also instructors who have a four-hour block of instruction, and we're gonna we're gonna present that on September 13th and 14th in San Mateo County, and we're we're purposely in year two, uh, looking to expand to um, the, the, the our fire department personnel, mm-hmm. our EMS, you know, other parts of first responders. Uh, persons I call the first 20 minutes mm. that can mm. either make it or break yes. it in this environment. Yes. Uh, we're also, as we talked about, uh, inviting uh, personnel from emergency rooms okay. and and um, really starting to open up uh, the invitation to whoever wants to start to learn about this. That's great. And, and hearing it from a law enforcement perspective with a survivor voice joining us. Right. That is great. That is great. So thank you so much for all the work that you guys are doing there and and helping all of us as a community here in the Bay Area as a whole. Thank you so much and thank you for your time today. No, thanks for having me. I've, I've uh, It's been my pleasure. <laughs> thank you so much. And once again, we challenge our male listening audience. If you are interested in giving back and giving, uh, following your heart and and you have a compassion for or passion for this crime and this this industry we challenge you to come collaborate with us and uh, send us a message on abolition radio's facebook page and we will get you all hooked up for training and and get you working and partnering with us and collaborating with us well love never fails as usual has a few events coming up and on september 11th 18th and 25th, our Mentors for Positive Change will be having another training, and um, that will be three Sundays in a row. Um, We're trying something a little bit different, and you need to contact mentors at loveneverfailsus.com for all of that information, and that is September 11th, 18th, and 25th, the Mentors for Positive Change training. We need more and more mentors. Also, on the 17th, um, Stellium Harmonic Reduction will be having a concert um, from 12 to 9 in Oakland. And uh, the proceeds from that concert will be uh, coming to Love Never Fails. And this is a movement to end child trafficking through music. And we're so grateful and appreciative to uh, them for that. And September 25th is Freedom Sunday. So if you are a faith community of any sort, IJM has been sponsoring Freedom Sunday and proclaim freedom on that day, the 25th of September. And however you um, you feel or however you please, but Love Never Fails and free to, our Free to Worship dance team will be presenting at um, Peninsula Bible Church um, with IJM there in Cupertino at 10601 North Blaney in Cupertino and um, come out and support there. Also, our friends at Alm of Care will be having their fundraiser gala and you can go to their website at Alm of Care to get that information and the Bay Area Anti-Trafficking Coalition will be having their next ambassador training on October 1st from 10 to 12. And that um, location, will you can find that on the BAATC.org website. Please check us out, our double portion store at loveneverfailsus.com slash double portion or 
check out our website at loveneverfailsus.com. And don't forget, guys, reach out to us at our Facebook page, Abolition Radio Facebook page. We would love to hear from you. And in case you haven't heard today, please know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Abolition Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and survival and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at abolitionradio.org, by liking and sharing our page on Facebook, Facebook slash Abolition Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. Abolition Radio is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported, nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in sex trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to abolitionradio.org and click on Love Never Fails. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries and with major support from the staff and membership and donors at Faith Fellowship Church. Our theme song, Courage to Believe, is by Justin McRoberts. Hear more about his passion for justice and art at justinmcroberts.com. Our audio engineer is Jarrell Martin, and this is Dave Naderhood. On behalf of Vanessa, Benita, and the whole team at Love Never Fails, Thanks for listening, and thanks even more for taking action to help set captives free. You're in the neighborhoods we live in. You're in the ones we're passing by. You're in the ones we call our neighbors, and the ones who still sleep our eyes. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.